You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome, this is the 3M Podcast. My name is Charlie. My name is DJ. My name is Sean. Just a group of friends. We tell scary stories, tell jokes, everything in between. It's spooky season. And we're doing another remote episode. So I'm recording from home. Sean and DJ are in the studio. So we're going to do the best we can. Uh, We're going to try a one-topic story again. And tonight, we will be treated by Sean. It It was me this week? Oh, wait, you didn't wait. You didn't, uh, you, you didn't prepare anything. Just kidding. I got you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh you had me dog. <laughs> that was a trick. Oh. Now give us your treat, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go right into stories? Are we trying to like, yeah, yeah. Send it. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed, dude, bro. It's not, you got to wake up in an hour. <laughs> My shift starts at 12 and I stay awake till 6am. Oh, <sighs> And then I start work at nine. <laughs> it's all your fault, dude. That is your I know. fault. Wear, wear a bag next time. Oh, who the f*** has kids, dog? Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing this yeah, shit? What are you doing, <laughs> dog? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's actually the best thing I've ever done in my life. And I love it. <laughs> anyway. Well, all right, then. I'll go speaking right into it. Speaking of babies. Speaking of what, what are we speaking of babies for? Never mind. They don't, exist. Exist. They don't exist in your store? Well, they do and then they don't. Come on, dude. So let's get into it. Catch on. Okay. Today, I will be taking you to an urban legend within Utah. Now, I threw up on Instagram a little while ago if anyone had been to St. Anne's Retreat. Now, you may have heard of this as the nunnery outside Logan, Utah. So... I'm going to just give you a little bit of history of the place first, but this place is kind of wild. In the research that I have done over the last week and a half or so, we got witchcraft, we got hellhounds, we got hauntings, we got murders, and that's just kind of scratching the surface. So so it's not an urban legend. <laughs> okay. We, uh, I'll get into that. It's, okay. it's a verified legend. Yeah. So, a little bit of history Real quick, first. Go ahead. Can I tell you my experience with like hearing about the, the nun place? Yeah, yeah. So this is like an infamous Utah folklore. Um, if you're north of Salt Lake, you don't have a whole lot to do. So a very common thing <laughs> is to go up the canyon, go to the the nunnery. Um, 
it's something like if you're into the paranormal, if you like scary stories, you will come across the nunnery. And for a really long time, it's like I had no idea how real the shit was, but the story I was told was banana, right? So I'm very excited to hear what is real, what's not real, and what might be real. Well, I'm just going to say everything is real because oh, it's shit. more exciting. So going into the history, first of all, this place is actually starting in the early 1900s, and it was originally called Hatch's Camp. The reason. As in Charlie Hatch. As in Charlie Hatch's Camp. Dude, didn't your mom grow up in this area? Bro. Crazy. This yes. is all because of Charles, dude. <laughs> Crazy because her uh, maiden name, maiden name is hat. not. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, better story. So originally this place was called Hatch's Camp, and it was built in the early 1900s by one Hezekiah Hatch. Now- I dead ass. I think I'm related to a Hezekiah Hatch. Bro, you need to find that shit out. Dude, you might be Brittany. the owner. Uh, you might hold the rights- this is your this is your inheritance. She said you are related to him. Brittany just said in chat we bro. are related to him. Okay, Charles, do you want to take over the rest of the story, I bro? Know, dude. <laughs> this is so very my grandpa. My grandpa built the cabin. Okay. Oh. And and on. <laughs> okay, I'll take it from here. So started out Hezekiah Hatch builds this cabin up Logan Canyon. And for those of you who aren't very familiar with Utah, this is like Northeast, like Utah. And it was primarily used originally just as like a family summer camping place. And he was actually a pretty wealthy person, uh, owned some local businesses and it was fairly normal beginnings. However, <clears throat> once he died, he passed the camp on to his son, Lorenzo Hatch. Now, Lorenzo Hatch and the rest of the family at this time were pretty independently wealthy. They had gotten pretty rich from the like the recession. Once it rebounded, like they got super rich on stocks. They were also local. Bro, none business. of this shit reached me. <laughs> <laughs> we know. You yeah, don't we gotta tell us. Look around. Yeah, no, where's all the millions? <laughs> Is that a lamp behind you to keep your house warm? <laughs> yeah. Going to the winter season? What's our furnace? Well, uh, we're really sorry for your loss of monies. <laughs> Anyways, they were pretty independently wealthy, even had like ownership or part ownership in Paramount, like the uh, film company. And they expanded this resort to a bunch of different buildings and he put in a pool and allegedly they had lots of famous people. They hosted lots of famous people at this retreat or this, this camp and including filmmakers, actresses, actors. So it was kind of a big deal. Maybe even not only is kind of like a low key big deal. So like only the people in the know knew if you know what I'm saying hmm. in the 1950s, the remaining me family member who was uh, owning or running the camp at this time tried to offer the camp up to USU or Utah State University. And then the LDS church just to kind of offer it as like a summer camper resort area. After both of those 
institutions turned it down. They offered it to the uh, Salt Lake City Roman Catholic Diocese. And that is when it was turned into a nunnery or what we know it as St. Anne's Retreat. So from the 50s to the 80s, it was essentially run by the Roman Catholic Salt Lake City chapter. And then in the 80s, it became a boys' summer camp. So it passed around hands quite a bit. And that's just a little bit of the history behind it. Where it started and kind of where it's at now, I found out in 2021, it was up for sale. It started at bidding of like 200, no, uh, 2 million was the initial like price they had listed. And I don't know if it sold yet, but I know that the last time it was kind of updated for sale is at 600,000. So we could potentially go and buy this retreat. Oh, I should just claim that shit. Yeah, dude, you're, it's, it should belong to you. Now, yeah. um, DJ, I do have a couple pictures of what it looks like now. We're going to throw those up for you guys. Um, you just want all of them? Yeah, we can just go through them. But the first is a picture of the family, the uh, Hatch family. What canyon is it up? Logan Canyon. Dude, and you guys, if you're not from Utah, Logan Canyon is beautiful. It is gorgeous. Like, well, like how would you describe it, Sean? Um, it, well, obviously, like during the summer, it's gorgeous. A lot of green. It just winds around with this river going up the canyon towards, I think it goes to Bear Lake um, up in Utah. Forest, big trees. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. Um. DJ's pulling a picture up for us on that too. This is our fall vibes of Logan Canyon. <laughs> but um, we got pictures of the family and a couple of the buildings and kind of an aerial view as well of what it looks like now. But uh, getting back to the story here. <clears throat> oh, so here we go. Here we got the Logan fall vibes. Canyon. It does. It looks gorgeous. Here's the Hatch family. I didn't really pay attention to this picture, but what the hell is in the middle there? Is this a Halloween picture? Yeah, what is Klu going Klux on? Ku Klux child, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ku Klux kid, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what the f***? Look, he's got a hood at two years old, dog. Is this what our hey, listeners? We- is this what our listeners meant when they said they wanted hoodies? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not Look at to that, get dude! Canceled, dude. <laughs> Pennywise Ku Klux Kid, Ku Klux Kid. Honestly, um, where are the other pictures? Okay, so okay. this is one of the buildings. Um, obviously, it's boarded up now. No one is like doing anything. Is this uh, the same thing? I think it's from a different angle. Yeah, different angle. So here's oh, like the, the aerial the view eye. here, and you got the swimming pool, a couple of buildings up in there, um, and it's right off of the road. Oh that winds through Logan Canyon. Um, you won't be able to see it from the road. Oh, we'll get back to this one. Okay, okay, okay. And then um, here's the inside of one of the buildings. Terrifying. Dude, the, that's spook. It does. It looks terrifying, dude. Also in like 2017, Ghost Adventures went here. And Damn, And apparently it's haunted, dude. <laughs> that's what Zach Baggins said. So oh. <laughs> getting back to the story here. And we all trust that guy. I mean, Baggins here and back again. Uh, okay. Anyways, <clears throat> once it became a nunnery in the fifties, there are a bunch of different 
versions of what it was used for and what happened that I could find. And I was straight up, same as DJ, had like 50 different tabs open looking like for whatever I could find. But I narrowed it down to the most reliable sources. And that's all I'm going to say. Anyways, the story goes that the retreat was used for nuns that had become pregnant and they were kept there until they had their babies. There like are different a shame versions. secret thing. What's mm-hmm. that? Like it's a shameful secret. They kind were of. hidden away. And yeah. I just rewatched that movie Spotlight. It popped up on HBO. And like one of the des- official designations they had for people was like on vacation or like retreat. And so like, I feel like that's very possible. That was just the, f- like that the, saying retreat or vacation was a front for whatever for kind of was happening. Just hiding them away. Yeah. While they're pregnant. And so I think it's birth. possible whether that's what actually happened. I guess we'll never know. Anyways, <clears throat> there are different versions that say that once the babies were born, they were secretly put up for adoption. And another version says that the babies were drowned right there in the pool to kind of wash away the secret or whatever is the method behind the madness. They'd wait for them to have birth? As far as as far as the story goes, that's what would happen. Were abortions not a thing before that? Maybe, maybe not, but also maybe in because it was like in the like Catholic Church. I don't know what their policy is on abortion either. I don't want to like Speak the, the, for them on that. Like the abortion wasn't okay, but like let's drown them. Let's once get rid of them low once key. There. The f- <laughs> bro, before like the forties though, that probably was their logic. Yeah, you could be right on that. I feel like they was wild back then. Yeah, and I don't know for sure. That's just what the stories say. One, they were put up for adoption. One that they were gotten rid of right then and there. Now, so no, nobody kept their their child. Because they were all yeah, nuns? they would get reassigned again after that to somewhere else. Were they all nuns or were they? As far uh, as I know, mem- like nuns specifically. Okay. So they have like their head nun, and then uh, nuns that were there rehabbing or whatever it is. Now, one story goes that there was a nun that was sent to this nunnery while she was pregnant, and as she got closer to having the baby, she decided she wasn't going to give it up. So she gets close to the day she gives birth a few days later before they have a chance to put her up for adoption or the other option. She sneaks out late at night, grabs her baby, and starts sneaking away from the retreat. Now, for a little context, it is up this canyon, and it's probably 10 miles away from the closest building or township area so she's gonna have to sneak pretty far without getting caught eventually she hears the sound of pursuers she comes to this empty hollowed out tree decides to hide her baby in the hollowed out tree and then go in a different direction to kind of take them off of the track she goes for hours and then hides eventually when she feels like she's been able to escape her pursuers she gets up the courage to go back so she goes back to the hollowed out tree and finds that it's empty then not knowing what else to do she makes her way back to the retreat 
And when she finally arrives back in the early, early morning hours, I assume, she finds her baby drowned in the pool. And taken over by grief, she decides to unalive herself. And there are a couple of different versions of how that happens. One was the quick and throwing herself into the pool. So what did you just do? Little bit of slit of the wrist. Gotcha. Sorry. Now, these are allegedly some of the spirits that haunt the grounds today. And when you do see it on Ghost Adventures, they take notice of a spirit in the pool, I believe. So there may be something to back that up, but Ghost Adventures is what we're going on here. Anyways, that's but one of the entities that is haunting the grounds of the nunnery. The other is a spirit called the Witch Hecata. Now, wait, okay, wait. So to, to, the, the, <laughs> uh, to the end of the, the first one, yeah. um, that's a borderline handmaid's tale. Kind you know? of, yeah. That's crazy to think that existed right here. And I didn't try to do much other research on if there were other nunneries where that could potentially be happening. Maybe there was. I just didn't get a chance to look into that. Two people in chat are saying that the babies are sold to Harvey Weinstein. The For real? That's what they're saying in chat. I'm trying to search something up on Google about it, but I can't find anything. The exact search I put was St. Anne's Nunnery, Utah, Harvey Weinstein, Utah, Logan, Haunted. <laughs> You're on a list. <laughs> oh, damn, bro. <laughs> They're going to be coming through this door any second. <laughs> um, I don't know, but like their connections to like the film industry, that could have been a possibility. I mean, maybe not necessarily the Catholic Church at this point. But Dude, Sundance Film Festival is here in Utah. I'm being dumb. Damn, um, bro. <laughs> I wonder. One, they brought that up earlier, and I wondered if you had something on that, but you, you started switching to the next topic. So, oh yeah, that's why no. I brought it up. But um, not that I know of. Is there any connection? But like, I didn't get a chance. This is why we need research team. Hmm. More research. Back to the other entity that is um, uh, allegedly around the grounds of the Logan Nunnery. Hecata. Hecata, or Hecate, I think is how you pronounce it. How do you spell this? Okay, the first pronouncing is H-E-C-A-T-E. And Hecata is allegedly the devil's wife. Oh, shit. That's... She was the chief goddess of magic and spells. <sighs> now... It's said that if you go up Logan Canyon, past the third dam, and across the bridge, you can summon the witch Hecata. Ooh, that's insane. And and they actually tell you how to do it. Ooh, tell us. In one of the uh, freaking like blogs that I found. So essentially, what you're gonna do is you'll get past the third dam, cross the bridge. You'll park your car, turn it off, get out of your car. You're supposed to place your keys on top of the car and say her name three times, and then she'll appear in a mist, uh, like a green mist or a fog. You're straight up Wizard of Oz? Straight up. Um, 
So it's like Bloody Mary. The name kind of yeah, yeah. It's very uh same, same, but different. Yeah. But anyways, one story goes that a couple went up to this area on a date to do this very thing, to follow this process of summoning Hecata. After getting up there, the guy jumps out of the car and he tells the girl he's going to summon the witch Hecata. He then performed the act, put the keys on top of the car, said her name, and gets back into the car. They're sitting there for a few minutes and they start hearing the sound of dogs. And slowly, after they hear the sound of dogs, they see this green fog start creeping up towards them. As they see this, out of the mist is a chariot pulled by six wolves. It pulls up to the front of the car, and the rider is a woman with long black hair. And she looks at the boy and says, I'm here for you. Now, as this is going on, the wolves are now in front of the car, scratching on the front of the car, trying to get on the, the hood. He's trying to turn the key now at this point, and the car is not starting. After she says, I'm here for you, he pulls the key out, puts it back in, tries it again, presses the gas, and a miracle happens. The car starts up. They pull back and speed across the bridge and back down to town where this story was then relayed to family and friends. Now, whether this specific event actually happened. That's the urban legend. That's the urban legend. Dude, that's a fire story. Why have we never heard that? I have no idea, dude. I was kind of blown away when I heard it. I was like, what the f***? Entrance, dude. That would be so (laughs) terrifying. The dogs and the chariots and the green mist. bro? Bro. Allegedly, when they made it back to the house, though, they got out of the car and saw scratch marks all along the hood of their car. So it's a very good urban legend. Whether this specific event happened, we don't know. But it probably comes from the legend of Hecata and her dogs. There was a nun that stayed at the retreat. Her name was Hecata, and she took care of seven dogs. At one point, a man passing through town stopped by this nunnery and killed everybody in the nunnery. Wait, who stopped at the Just nunnery? a man passing through town. Serial killer, obviously. Yeah. But, like, he was never caught. This was a real event? Allegedly. 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 I found this in the stories about the Mm -hmm. nunnery. I could not find any police reports to verify this. Okay. Now, the bodies were discovered later when some other passerby stopped by the nunnery. However, Hecata and her dogs were never seen again. Another version of that story goes, in the 60s, there were about 12 to 13 nuns staying on their retreat at this time, and one of them went mad. She had been taking care of four black dogs that had been given to her by Hecata, the devil's queen, to, for, for the use of killing. Now, one night she set them free and along with a hatchet murdered the rest of the nuns who were living there on the retreat. No one discovered the massacre for several days until a delivery driver 
stopped by and found the massacre. Now he went immediately back to the town of Logan and he was like, and got a mob of people. They all went back up to the retreat, eventually found Hecata or the nun. It doesn't say her name in this version of the story and hung her there on the property. Damn. Now, like I said, I can't, I couldn't find police reports for that, but that's allegedly what happened. There was one thing that I could find police reports, but it's very distinctly not paranormal. So have you ever heard of the term legend tripping? Legend tripping. No. This is the first time I've heard it, but it's apparently like a big deal. And it's essentially the idea that you're going to go to a specific location that is uh, notorious for where it's haunted or something has happened there and people will go on trips to go to those things, which means us because we're freaking like that. But there's a term for it. It's called legend tripping. Now, in 1997, I have a uh, newspaper article for you if you want to pull that up. This is essentially where I found the article about what happened. You can't really read it on here. But in 1997, a group of local teens went up around Halloween time to this uh, nunnery they were legend tripping. They were going to see if something was actually going on. Once they got to the property, a group of three men that were hired by whoever the current owner was caught the teens. And once they caught them, they were extremely rough with them. They tied their hands up with zip ties, extremely tight. They beat them. At one point, what happened was they were herded to the pool area, which is now an empty pool. And they were put down on their knees as they were zip tied together. And one of the men raised his gun up to one of the kids heads and fired. All of the other kids heard the shot, but they couldn't really see what was going on. And they all thought that their friend was dead. Now the man had held it three inches above this kid's head, but had basically terrified all of the children. And they essentially beat them, harassed them, for hours until the police finally arrived. They probably didn't even call the police until hours in. Once the police arrived, they picked up the kids. The court filed charges against the kids for trespassing. But then all of the uh, trespassing charges were dropped. And the reason being, and I just found this out, it's kind of dope. St. Anne's retreat is not private property. It actually belongs to the U.S. government. Those buildings are private property, and they had to be built with the permission of a like. They had to get like some permit from the government to build those houses on their land. So those men were actually out of out of line. They weren't allowed to like guard anything besides the buildings because the land was actually public property. So essentially all the charges were dropped against the kids, but those three men were then brought in and had charges filed against them for assault. And all three of them ended up serving prison sentences. So that's the most recent gnarly thing that's gone on there at St. Anne's retreat. What year was that? Yeah. How long ago? 1997. Now, whether anyone else has just not been caught I don't know. Uh, we, I, I even know that allegedly we tried to go out there one Halloween season after visiting the Howell 
Halloween party and we were unable to find it because <laughs> it was dark and you couldn't see anything. But anyways, yeah, Sean, Sean and I, we went up there with like a group full of, or a car full of people and we drove around for hours in this damn canyon. And we like pulled off on every single side road, went every single place. Bro, we could not find this shit. And we were like just walking around in the forest at some points looking <laughs> looking for this place. Yeah. We ended up going home after like the two people hours. who lived in Logan that were with us, they had no idea how to find it either. They're, and they were like, We've been here, we can like, show you. Bro, they, they definitely could not show us. Been there. And that was a time where you could go too. Yeah. Because now it's like all like well, let's talk about that. Oh, okay, yeah. The first live show we did, not a lot of people knew us. And we had someone come up to us after the show. And they were like, yo, have you guys ever heard of the nunnery up in Ogden? And DJ and I were like, yeah. They were like, I know the owners. What? We'll get you guys like a private tour of it. I should do it. That's dope. So we're stoked. We think, well, this is this is dope. We can like record. I think we said, can we record an episode from there? And he was like, yeah, they'd be down with that. And then uh, long story short, we like go to him to set it all up. And he's like, Oh, actually, they don't want anyone coming. They, they like canceled. Yeah, they're not down anymore. And there was so like a year before that up. they let Zach Baggins go. Yeah, like <laughs> dickheads. I don't know. But anyway. anyways, that was most of the stuff that I could find on it. I found several articles that were books, books about this place, and I tried to like skim through it as fast as I could. And that was kind of the stuff that I kind of put together for us, but I couldn't substantiate a lot of it. Um, With that th- being said, it there, could be spooky. Sorry. There's a lot of people in chat who have like info on Hecata and some more stuff on the guy who like killed everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go over those really quick um, before we go further. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Harvey Weinstein thing was a troll. Uh, which is good, honestly. Uh, Ghost Adventures is Zach Baggins, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They talked about the pool. Are you getting more into the pool? Uh, no, that's all of the information I've been able to like put together. I'm sure I could have gotten more if I had a research team. Yeah. But. yeah. Um, nice plug. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they were uh, framing the pool as a portal to the nether realms. Wow. Sounds like the most Zach Baggins thing to say. <laughs> Can I talk about that a tiny bit? What's up? Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you're needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, we want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. Uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am and you can get 10% off your first month. 
Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 3 a.m. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So recently I watched a video on the Stanley Hotel where a YouTuber goes and stays in the most haunted room in the Stanley Hotel, which is supposed to be like one of the most haunted uh, hotels. Who went? Somebody we know. Well, it's a YouTuber. Someone said oh, yeah. they went Someone and we like, follow. Uh, didn't someone in chat earlier say they uh, Jay Stanley Hoffman Hotel? went? Yeah, recently he went to the Stanley Hotel. Yeah, the yeah. Other, like last week or something. No way. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, I can't remember his name. Somebody went to a YouTuber went. Yeah, and he was basically gonna like provoke the ghost. He was trying to get haunted. He was gonna do everything he could to like have a paranormal. Experience. I've tried. And that. while he was while he was there, he like talked a lot to the staff. Um, and got all of their stories and they talked about the time that Zach Baggins and Ghost Adventures and half of the episode that Zach Baggins and the Ghost Adventures did team did was all about the storeroom and these mattresses that the hotel kept of every person who like killed themselves in the hotel they kept the mattresses in this storeroom they really focused on the storeroom and they got a lot of like whispers and whatnot from these mattresses and uh while this dude i think it's danny gonzalez while he was talking to the staff they were like all that's fake like none of that's true those are like mattresses we got rid of like last week why would we keep a mattress someone killed themselves on he said like zach walked around the the grounds and then like peeked through saw the mattresses and then came up with all that that's crazy. <laughs> and then when we did our episode I with mean, not uh, that crazy, like that doesn't what's surprise his face? me. Wolf. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that? I just think that like that doesn't surprise me. You know, it's oh yeah, it's a when Hollywood we did show. our episode with Wolf Raven. Yeah, he was like pretty much saying Zach made up a shit ton of stuff. That one was rough for sure. Um, yeah. Why? How did we get on the topic of uh, hotels? Oh yeah. Um, because Ghost Adventures. Oh, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, going through a chat, apparently Hecata or uh, Hecate. Yeah. However you pronounce that. I'm not sure. Um, is in the Netflix uh, Sabrina show. Wow. And also Riverdale. Somebody was saying that Hecata is a deity, the first goddess, three in one. If you go to a witch store, it's common to see statues of her. Uh, I'm like, this is like good stuff. Like I, uh, this is why we need a team because like there's uh, there's a lot of stuff we don't know yet. So, and then somebody said the caretaker made a repeated reference to his military service in the Vietnam War. That's true. And yeah. allegedly told the trespassers, "I'll kill you like I killed the Vietnamese." Yeah. End quote. Uh, he also reportedly bound the frightened teens together neck to neck with nylon cord and told them it was that's right detonating cord. That's true. Yeah. Like as they were in the pool or something that would blow their heads off if they moved a 
uh, if they moved, he said it was a trick he learned in Southeast Asia. Ugh. Talk so. about traumatic. I yeah. know. What a psycho, dude. What an absolute <laughs> psycho. So we have like actual psychopaths. That are on we the have property, yeah. Satan's wife. And we have uh we have we have nuns murdering babies. So uh what a crazy what a crazy place. Good yeah, thing they close it off. I don't want none of that. This bro. is close to the uh the cross. What is there's the I think we covered that like within our first twenty episodes. There's a cross up in northern Utah. Oh, K's Cross. K's Cross, that's right. What happens again? Yeah, I, K's I cross. I can't remember. I it just, like sets itself on fire or something. I could be I'm making that up. I have to go. It's to been a long time, but anyway. Uh talk about like wanting to go have fun, go see some spooky shit, and then it the night ending in like the worst possible way you could imagine. It's, it's, like, it's the real tied Jamie together Manor, by dude. the next. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> Honestly, though, <laughs> like when we went out to Merker, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Cemetery. It's like, we were so just having fun and punch lot. And imagine if like we got our necks tied together with detonating cord. Hard pass. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, it was I a fun research, definitely a rabbit hole, and there's probably more I could have found out, but I didn't have enough time. But still, there were oh, some like wild good... stories about just things up there. So, Dude, that urban legend uh, is kind of blowing my mind because I've heard the nun one. They drown the babies. She hides them in the tree. Not there anymore. She kills, uh, unalives herself. And then uh, I've, I've heard of this dude. Oh, yeah. The, the veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – Hecata is new to me. Hecate, or however you pronounce Dude, it. Dude, let's get the Hecata out of here. Dude, crazy. Yeah. I don't want none of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you guys should go do that. Go up there? Yeah, and do the Hecata thing. All right. Hecate. Say no more. I'm down. EJ, you down? Yeah, I'm down. And let's then you guys can report back to me? <laughs> yeah. Just just bring bring the 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 baby with us. Just nope. come along, dude. She's the most pure soul there. So maybe we'll maybe we here. maybe we bring your baby to break the curse. Like, yeah, take her into the pool, have a little swim, and be like, "This is the first baby that's been in this pool and come out fine and alive." And yeah, maybe seventy <laughs> years, maybe you, you know, like set yeah. the precedent for something good. That's true. You know, we're not Just legend tripping. We're legend flipping. Just take my brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your brother, baby. <laughs> Gucci, man. Gang. Dope. Uh, no. I was looking for just like witch-related stuff in Utah. And this isn't anything huge at all. But in, weirdly, the town of Salem in Utah, which is like, a little over an hour away from uh, down south from Salt Lake City. And uh, in the town of Salem, they found a plant growing that was like a huge cause for the Salem witch trials. And it's called, oh, what is it? Ergot? That's Ergot's a rot. Yeah. Ergot rot, yeah. Yeah, it's a rot that like, it looks like wheat. Um, and it's a fungus on like 
rye or some type of uh something like that something yeah. like that but if you eat it like it causes you to go crazy or something or like even that. if you like inhale the spores mm -hmm. but they found it growing in salem and uh in this like family's yard is i don't know how they like like ksl published an article about it <laughs> um and their family is like direct from like families in like the Salem witch trials. What in Tarnation? I know. So the, the connections here are wild. Odd. Yeah. And ended up in Salem, Utah. But that was, that was it. Nothing crazy. <laughs> but I was just trying to find some stuff. We, we were talking about the nunnery. Yeah. I was just looking up witch shit in Utah. So that's freaking wild. Um, That's you. That's it for me tonight. Cool. Uh, guys, my baby's crying. I'm going to go help out. Yep. Okay. See ya. I appreciate you. Love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Again, if you're uh, wanting to be a part of the research team, uh, let us know on Discord or Instagram for real. I'll put out another thing on Discord and uh, try to get that going. But cool. uh could be exciting. Uh, any last things before we close up? I think that's it. Okay. Love you Keep sending your stories. Yeah. Trust your gut. Watch your back. Bye, love you. Be safe. Be careful out there. See everybody. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of 3AM. If you want to support us, visit our Patreon where patrons have access to exclusive content. If you're not able to support us monetarily, don't worry. This episode is on us. You can still rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. It really does go a long way. You can also follow us on social media. Our handle everywhere, including Patreon, is the 3AM pod. Finally, do you have any scary stories? If so, submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. 
we navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.